0: Whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships, I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh and my daughter, Kit Keenan. So we just had a great Mother's Day weekend, very fun. We really crushed it. We were all over the place.
1: (laughs) We were in Miami for 24 hours for the Sports Illustrated launch event. And my mom did a panel with
0: Halima Aiden, Winnie Harlow, Paulina Poroskova,
1: Too many people to remember. And
0: M.J. Day, who is the editor of the Swimsuit Edition. And it was exciting because it was history-making. Because it's the first time a Muslim model, Halima, was featured in Sports Illustrated. And I was there. I was lucky enough to be there because I made her a burkini
1: Okay. So the event was held in, it was like an event space. There was a big room where they did all the panels. And then there was a room where they were actually casting for Sports Illustrated, which was cool to see. But can you tell the story of what you did during the panel?
0: Oh, (laughs) okay. Well, you know, I like to make a big entrance. So I thought, well, it's the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition launch, and I'm known for making wetsuits. So I came out in a dress, a pretty frilly little dress, and said hello to everyone, introed the panel. And then I said, you know what? I would really feel more comfortable in this. And then in a kind of foam monte kind of way, I ripped off the dress and had a wetsuit underneath and did the whole panel wearing a wetsuit.
1: So she's sitting there talking to all of these, like, super inspiring, amazing women who are all telling their stories. And the whole time she's (laughs) sitting there in a wetsuit. And heels. And heels. Yeah. So let's take it back. Why were you there? Why'd you do the panel?
0: Well, MJ Day, the editor of the magazine, made my dreams come true. It's something I've always wanted to be a part of. And I think the magazine is really evolving and being much more inclusive. And there were women of diverse backgrounds and sizes, shapes. It's really, they really focused on the lifestyle and the culture of each of the girls And so Halima Aiden is the model, the Muslim model that became famous for entering the Miss Minnesota beauty pageant wearing a hijab. And she competed in the whole pageant like that. And it really made history then. And she made history again this week when they launched the first Muslim model wearing a burkini. And I was lucky enough to be asked to make that.
1: So all the beautiful pictures you see of Halima wearing um, the color block rainbow burkini, my mom made that, which is pretty sick.
0: Yeah. And I really, you know, the second MJ asked, I was immediately excited about it. I I thought it was a huge honor to be able to be a part of it. And to be able to make something for her. I mean, that's always been my ideal um, design project is to be able to make a garment that will inspire women to do to take a risk or do something that um, maybe they wouldn't normally do and inspire them to get in the water.
1: I think that's the same for the wetsuits and everything you make, it's like, for me, when I put on a beautiful printed wetsuit, it makes me want to get in the water and surf. And we've talked to so many women who are, who always say to you, you know, I didn't surf, but when I went into your store and saw how dope the wetsuits were, it made me want to take a surf lesson.
0: Well, and I think you don't even have to surf. It's SPF 50, so you can, you know, it's still something that, I think the main thing is that it gives women confidence.
1: What was the response to the photos of Halima in the burkini?
0: I mean, I think it was overwhelmingly positive. I think that it's an interesting cultural discussion to put out there into the world. And I understand that I was asked to make the burkini, but then some other designers were asked and they didn't feel that it was the right thing for them to do. I don't know if they were scared or or what, but for me to be able to make something that will empower someone and still be respectful of their cultural or religious beliefs is... Amazing.
1: And to meet Halima and to listen to her talk about what it meant for her to be in Sports Illustrated in the Burkini. And we even talked to MJ a bit and she was like, it was so hard for me to find other swimwear for her to be in. I think they had a lot of issues finding a range of outfits that she could wear for this issue. And I think it's so great that you were able to be one of the designers that were a part of that.
0: Yes. Well, Halima is just the absolute most beautiful person inside and out. The other thing I loved about the issue was that in her case, she got to go back to Kenya. She got to go back to the refugee camp that she was actually born in and tell her story, her journey to the United States. She still lives in Minnesota and I I just think it was a big step for the magazine to be able to tell everyone's story and they all have amazing stories. Winnie Harlow and Paulina is the oldest model ever featured in sports illustrated at age 54 and if and that she doesn't
1: bomb. oh my <laughs> and god if that
0: doesn't speak to our idea of agelessness i don't know what does
1: all right so as you can see we had quite the weekend before miami we spent 24 hours in atlanta it was my first time in atlanta so that was pretty cool
0: I was there getting an award from SCAD, which is the Savannah College of Art and Design. It's an amazing university. It's uh, four campuses around the world, 15,000 students. And it's primarily, I mean, I guess they're known for their fashion school. So we got to sit in the front row at their fashion show, which was funny for me because I never get to watch a fashion show. I'm always like scrambling around, crawling on the floor backstage, buckling somebody's shoe or sewing someone into a garment or something. So it was really fun to see. And the students are just, I mean, their work was incredible. It was so individual. It's really not impacted by what's happening in the industry i think there's just a real freedom in everything that they do there and very artistic creative i mean i i loved it
1: well we were just talking about how we thought it was cool that none of the work was really impacted by any quote-unquote fashion trends right now it didn't feel like the students were looking at what was going on at, you know, Paris Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week and trying to fit their work into that mold. It was more the students telling their personal stories through their work, which I thought was really, really refreshing and just inspiring.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, that sort of prompted us to have a whole discussion about college and what
1: the purpose
0: of... (laughs) college is and what it does for you long-term and Yeah, I think short-term. it's funny
1: to, it was funny for us to be there because my mom went to an art and design college.
0: Yeah. And you art always Institute. did,
1: you always did the fashion shows and everything, so.
0: Well, actually my junior year, I got kicked out of my fashion show, but then the, my senior year was. Why? Because I made this big puffy silver ski suit. And they kept telling me to make it smaller, smaller, smaller. And I would take out some down feathers and then it would get smaller. And then, you know, they'd say, take out more. It's too crazy. And at some point I was like, I, I'm not going to do that. I I just am not going to keep revising this to be just sort of banal. So I, I said, you know if this means I'm not in the show, then I guess I'm not in the show. And I wasn't in the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you do the show your senior year?
0: Yeah, my senior year I did. And it was great. And, you know, I ended up taking those 12 pieces that I had made for the show and I figured let's, you know, multi-task with this collection. And I had someone take it to New York and take a bunch of orders. And then I had to figure out how to make it. That was a little bit of a pickle, but I figured it out. I made it myself.
1: (laughs) So you just left school with your collection and just took it to New York?
0: Well, I thought I graduated, but I actually didn't graduate um, officially. Until 2006, so...
1: Oh, yeah, we went to your graduation.
0: I know, wasn't that cool?
1: So how'd that happen?
0: I guess they were pimping me out a little bit as a graduate, and I was like, you know what, guys, I actually never got that degree, and they went back and checked my credits and said, actually, you had enough credits to graduate now, which the requirements were a little bit less now, you know, at that time. So I actually did officially graduate.
1: How did you just leave school without ever getting your degree?
0: Well, I don't know. I peeled out in a U-Haul. I don't know. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) So every year the Art Institute gives out a fellowship award, which is a cash prize. And I actually won the fellowship, which is how I started my company. And when they realized that I hadn't actually graduated, because the award goes to a graduating senior, I was already out of there and I was like, see you suckers, come get me.
1: (laughs) So you just took the grant and just took the money and
0: ran. But you know what? I think, I mean, for me, going to school, for those years, that was a real learning experience. It made me think, I originally had started in art school and thought I would be a painter. And then it made me realize, you know, that maybe that wasn't right for me. So I think sometimes school can, you know, you're just going, 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 working towards this end result when, you know, maybe, those years in school are a time to really find yourself and think about what you really want to do. Although, I don't know, we always have the discussion where we think that, you know, maybe you don't really need to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Maybe you only need to know what you want to do right now. Go for that. And, you know, that leads to something else and leads to something else. And I think it's not really like, you know, whatever you decide in college is going to be your career, it's not really a life sentence, no parole. I think it's really something that you should always have a lot of curiosity and a lot of interests and, you know, keep an open mind about everything that you're doing.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that now, because most people, when they graduate college, There's not a guaranteed job right off the bat, and that job is going to be your job for the rest of your life, you know? There's more opportunity for entrepreneurship and work online and all of that stuff. So I think work has become more of, like, a flexible thing.
0: Which is why WeWork is so successful in all the open workspaces, around the world are are filled.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, think, I
0: actually just read this morning that the job, I think it's being a healthcare associate, like they listed the top 10 jobs that have the highest employment rate after college.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, school teachers of all ages were up there in the top 10, maybe three listings. hmm Interesting.
1: All right. So the top 10 jobs, we just looked it up. <laughs> the top 10 jobs after college are engineer, network systems administrator, which I have no idea what that means. No, what the heck? Internet marketer, financial analyst, pharmaceutical representative, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Where's the school teachers?
1: High school teachers on there. Oh. But anyway, I just think it's interesting to think about those things because I'm at NYU and the program I'm in is called Gallatin and it's their school of individualized study. So basically I can take classes in any school at NYU and it's great because I get to pursue all of these different interests that I have. So, you know, I could take a business class at Stern, but then I can take a professional studies class in...
0: Marketing And is that what you thought when you graduated in high school? Is that what you thought you were going to study?
1: No. Well, I spent a year at USC in Southern California at their film school. And I guess I just felt kind of trapped in the major. And I wanted a more expansive college education, I basically wanted to just be able to pursue all of the interests that I had and not just stick to film. So I think film and media studies can be applied to basically any job now. And I think you need to have those skills to be successful in any business because internet marketing, you know, you should know how to make video basically. You should know how to take good pictures and how to have a good aesthetic for whatever brand you're working with or owning. So I think that was a great basis for me, but I wanted a more expansive view and I wanted to take as much from college as I possibly could. College is such a big privilege and I'm so lucky to be able to get an education and pursue an education. So I just wanted to study more than just film.
0: Well, I think with all the information that's available to us, it's hard to really say this is the one thing that I want to work on or this is the one thing I want to study. It's like you can't help but be interested and excited about all different things and it's a little hard to narrow that down to just one thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I founded my company a year ago and I designed clothes and sell clothes, basically all direct to consumer. But I didn't feel like I needed to go to a strictly fashion school because I wanted to be able to take internet marketing classes, to take finance classes, and also to take fashion history classes. That's all fun for me. So, yeah, I just felt that I wanted more.
0: More diversity in your studies.
1: Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we did have a pretty crazy Mother's Day weekend.
0: But we were back in New York for Sunday Mother's Day dinner.
1: Mm-hmm
0: which was really fun and
1: we went to the Odeon which is
0: old school. It's That's the, the OG, best. yeah.
1: We lived in Tribeca until I was like 5 and I just remember going to the
0: Odeon all the time. It was and, like our dining room.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's huge like classic diner booths and it's, you know, dimly lit and you just get a yummy delicious burger and fries
0: and the history of the place is great there were always artists there mm-hmm. and writers and lots of creative people so and my mom said always- she
1: would take me there at night for dinners and I would sleep on the banquette I'm like see dinner. that
0: banquette over there you spent maybe many nights sleeping on that not all night <laughs> no just for a few hours. But you guys gave, you and Gigi gave me amazing Mother's Day gifts. Um, I love a homemade gift and I love an experience. And so, Gigi, I asked Gigi, Gigi
1: one up to me.
0: Gigi was like, She's saying to Bill, my husband, whatever you were going to give mommy for Mother's Day, just forget it. Cause Kit just outdid everyone. And then Gigi outdid everyone. But anyway, you guys gave me amazing Mother's Day gifts. Gigi sang me a song, You're Just Too Good To Be True, sang and played the piano.
1: And no, the best part about it was that she allowed my mom to videotape her and post it on Instagram, (laughs) which was honestly the best part of the gift because she never never lets anyone post anything.
0: She'll never let anyone, she won't even let me take a video of her she doesn't want it recorded anywhere she doesn't want it to pop up later haunting her in any way but it was amazing she has a beautiful voice and plays like a rock star and kit made me a cookbook so we have a tradition of cooking dinners at home and you wrote a beautiful little foreword that said You love hearing the sound of my heels coming down the stairs to cook dinner and hang out and decompress from our busy days. And uh, maybe there's a little rosé involved there. I'm not sure. And with a bunch of recipes that we've already started, we made one already.
1: And we killed it. Oh, my God. It was so good. Walnut crusted chicken. And green beans. Oh, so good.
0: Aren't weekends supposed to be for relaxing?
1: No. Hours are never for relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) I wish.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was a crazy weekend, but so much fun. And I wish every weekend was Mother's Day.
1: Every weekend is Mother's Day for you, us. Anyway, to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. And we will see you on the next episode of Ageless.